Dimitri Sirota. Uh, I'm the CEO of Big ID and the host of um, Big Ideas on the Go. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to our inaugural episode and we have today uh, Art uh, Coviello, uh, the former uh, CEO of RSA and a very active uh, board member and investor in the security uh, marketplace. Um, and uh, what we wanted to speak to Art today as uh, both he and I are sheltering in place in different parts of uh, the Northeast is really to talk a little bit about the circumstances of this environment, this black swan event that everybody around the world is experiencing uh, here, April 2020, uh, and trying to put that in context for the security industry. Um, understand how this relates or connects to some of the, the prior uh, black swan events, uh, and what this means for uh, security vendors, for the security buyers, for everybody related to kind of the security industry today. Uh, so first off, I'd like to uh, welcome Art. Art, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Dimitri. Nice to be here. Yeah. So uh, Art, uh, we have a few questions here to go through. So maybe I'll just kind of start uh, with, with the first one as, as kind of apropos. So I want to kind of put, I want to help our audience put the lockdown into perspective. You know, how do you see this particular event in terms of COVID-19 and in terms of the pandemic? How do you see it related to what happened in 2008 with the financial crisis in, in 2001 with 9-11 uh, and other events? So, you know, what can you share with the audience? Well, again, the 2008 was a, a really a... a economic crisis brought on by by banks uh, overextending themselves in in terms of uh, the amount of, of credit and strange financial instruments that they were uh, purveying. So there was a huge liquidity crisis. We don't have that situation today because the banks are so much better capitalized as a result of the reforms. I, I'd say a closer event is probably 9-11. But even that doesn't do what's going on here justice because that was a kind of, it happened, it was over. Um, we've changed dramatically since then, but we pretty much got back to normal within a few months. Um, and nobody had a shelter in place the way, uh, the way we are uh, today. I, I guess the closest one would be the pandemic of 1919 and in spite of what my my children would say i was not around for that um, <laughs> but that that uh, you had the same kind of uh, devastation in, in terms of uh, uh of of sickness but even even worse in terms of of mortality estimates were 25 to 50 million people the economic consequences were far-reaching because of, uh, of the upset to individual families. Ironically, the macro economy wasn't hurt quite as bad because the businesses got, got back pretty quickly. I don't think that's gonna be the case. Um, I, I don't think there's an analogy that we could make. This is the black swan of black swans. Um, the, I, I think we're, we're almost underestimating how bad this uh, this could be, and I, I hate to be dystopian about it, but uh, but you know, 
nothing like this is, has even remotely happened before. This, this is the entire economy shut down. I wouldn't be surprised to see unemployment in the 20 plus range uh, once April and, and May show the, show the numbers. So what do you think this means for security vendors? Um, is it going to be like the meteorite that took out the, the dinosaurs? Is everyone going to be wiped out? Um, what do you see coming out of this for, for them? Well, having scared everyone to death with my opening remarks, you know, we will eventually get through this. I'm just saying it's, it's going to be a lot more painful than I think people, people anticipate. And, and there's hope. And then, economy up in May 1, I think he's in cloud cuckoo land. I don't think anyone agrees with that. Um, but, um, you know, we, we will come out of it. And from a security perspective, you know, the, the work from home is, is going to accelerate, um, you know, the, the use of, of mobile applications, which were pretty ubiquitous anyway. Uh, it's certainly going to accelerate uh, movement to, uh, to the cloud. Uh, and, uh, uh, and moving more and more workloads to the to the cloud, it's just that much easier. Uh, people are going to recognize work from home. Uh, there's going to be a lot of that is going to is going to be permanent. And needless to say, there's huge security uh, implications around identity, authentication, uh, access control, and, and the like that you you don't have that problem when when you're within a physical infrastructure. So. Uh, and the fraudsters will come up with unique ways to uh, to attack. You've already seen what happened with uh, with Zoom, um, and uh, I I don't think this will be any different. So I, I think it will create a rich opportunity for for security companies, but in in different ways than we've seen before. So you've been through a few milder, I would say, some black swans and some just bare bones recessions. So let's call them slightly off, off color swans. Um, you know, and I think you've been in the industry since uh, the late 80s. What's your advice for security companies and security buyers, right, in terms of what they need to prioritize based on what you've seen late 80s, 90s, 2000s, and, and more recently? Well, I mean, the first thing is, is not to panic and, and think clearly. You know, I, I have an expression, everybody gets their exercise jumping to conclusions. And um, I, I don't think you should um, think about how things are going to be two or three months from now. I think you should live in, in the moment. Um, and in the they're addressing the whole work from home thing. You know, how do I, how do I add more authentication capability? Uh, how do I make sure that, uh, that people can't, uh, take files and and maybe print them locally. You know, uh, all kinds of uh, issues with uh, with IP and and confidential information. So uh, they have uh, they have much much to do and much on their plate. So they have to have to think clearly in terms of the security vendors. Uh, it, it's it's extremely important that you position yourself along the value chain. Of, of what's happening with, with remote work. And if you can do that, um, you've got a, a hope at, at at least having some sem semblance of, uh, of continued business. But, you know, it, it, again, almost all security vendors are gonna maintain their importance because whatever, whatever particular control or a security application you had, it, it, the problem's not gonna go away because we have remote work. 
And so do you see budgets for buyers changing? Do you see them shrinking or do you just see them refocusing on what you described, uh, cloud infrastructure, work from home, and other types of priorities? Well, it's, look, security um, technology is, is not immune to uh, economic cycles. So there will be pretty dramatic, and we're already seeing it uh, among a number of my portfolio companies, um, that there are cutbacks because people are saying, okay, we're not going to spend. We're going to free spending. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. Uh, and And then they will wake up from that and say, okay, I've got to, I can't keep doing what I'm doing uh, safely. So I'm going to have to spend some money in security. So among the various software vendors uh, and technology vendors, I think security will be least hard hit, uh, but it, it'll take a hit. That's for sure. Okay. Got it. And, um, and I guess for the, for the startups, and again, you're, you're an investor, you're a board member, you're an advisor to a lot of organizations. What are you telling your portfolio companies? Are you telling them to hunker down? Are you telling them to refocus on some of the things that are most um, uh, most uh, uh, priority for companies around continuity and work from home? What, what's your advice to, to your companies? So my, my, this, this kind of goes to the, to the don't panic uh, category of, of comment. Uh, my father had this expression, make haste slowly. It was clearly a dad expression. Um, but uh, I, I finally got the, the gist of it. It, it, it. What it means is move as fast as you can, but as pragmatically uh, as you can as, as, as well. In other words, don't make rash decisions in, in, in all of this. So my advice to companies is, you know, what's your burn rate? What does your prospect list look like? What was your experience at end of Q1? What is your, uh, what is your path so far in, in, in Q2 in, in terms of linearity in the quarter? And then adjust your budgets accordingly. You know, the, the, the biggest thing we have, I mean, the biggest asset we have in, in, in all of our companies is our people. The biggest expense is, is, is our people. Um, so it's important that we do everything we can to protect them. So we've, we've advised um, our, our companies to look for PPP funds, for instance, um, to save the possibility of, of having to have layoffs. Clearly, we've, we've frozen headcount in a lot of instances, uh, reprioritized things, trying to rebalance. Uh, and those are the kinds of things that, that you need to do but you have time to act, so don't act rashly. Do, do you think that what we're seeing now is, um, like I described earlier, this kind of uh, singular event, it's gonna have a decay time, just like the meteorite that hit Earth, and then we're gonna come out of it in six months or nine months, and it'll be business as usual? Or do you foresee longer term changes that emanate from kind of what we're all experiencing? Uh, working from home, moving to the cloud, things of that sort? Well, I think this is going to have, at a macro level, huge societal implications. I, I wonder if anybody's ever going to shake hands again. I wonder if these uh, gratuitous hugs that, that we have are, will, uh, will continue. And, and I, I think that's sad for us as, as human beings. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be a long time um, before things like that um, 
get back to quote unquote normal. So there will be a new normal that emerges. I, I do think, you know, I, a couple of, uh, of my companies unrelated to security with the work from home using 10 client Google Chromebooks are just like <clears throat> selling like crazy. I, so I think even work will change um, uh, significantly. I would not want to be um, be a, a shareholder of WeWorks right now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so um, you know, I, I, as I said, I, I think there'll be big, big societal changes that that come out of it, and a, and a new normal uh, will emerge. Uh, one thing we haven't touched on yet is 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 privacy, and and I think there's a whole host of things that are that are going to occur as as a result of this. Yeah, look, I'd love to. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Obviously, privacy is important to Big ID, the company uh, I work with, uh, or I'm CEO of. Um, what What is your take? Obviously, there was already a, some a degree of momentum kind of coming into uh, the COVID pandemic around privacy because of CCPA and GDPR. Uh, clearly, there's been uh, even greater emphasis with related to Zoom and related to healthcare information. Um, where does that leave kind of the privacy landscape um, in your mind? Well, you, I, I've always seen privacy as, as a cultural issue and, and there's so many different cultures around the world that, that experience and, and look at privacy in, in far different ways. I, I think uh, Europeans generally are, are far more privacy conscious than, than Americans. My, my colleague Bruce Schneier had, had, I think, one of the best lines ever that um, Americans, if they were offered a free McDonald's hamburger in exchange for a DNA sample, um, they'd be lined up around the corner, willing to give up their their DNA for that hamburger. Um, I mean, one of the lessons from the from the Spanish flu pandemic um, was that there were waves of of uh, of the disease, uh, and I think the second one was more severe than than the first. Uh, so I, I think people are going to be conscious of avoiding. Uh, secondary and tertiary waves, and and I mean, people are going to want to know who's sick or who's potentially sick or who's uh, immune and who's not immune, and that's going to have privacy uh, implications. and And I don't know how that'll sort itself out, but I, I think it'll definitely definitely be a factor. Do you see a similar trend around identity technology? So I know at RSA you you had a fairly substantial uh, identity infrastructure franchise. Around authentication and and other other aspects, do you foresee changes in that market in addition to privacy or alongside of privacy, as people need to be able to anonymize who they are when they provide when they authenticate into something, uh, when they're able to try and provide proof of identity uh, to make sure that if they were cleared by some serum test, you know, how do you see that uh, evolving and changing? Well, you know, I I always was if if it wasn't so tragic I, it, it's almost laughable the whole security versus privacy uh, debate around identity and, and authentication um, there shouldn't be a debate uh, there should be a, a really good dialogue about the pros and cons of of, uh, of security versus privacy and you know very often you need security to protect your privacy. Uh, that's what Big ID helps companies to, to do. Um, but sometimes you have to give up privacy to be more secure as, as we do going through those 
hideous x-ray machines uh, at, at the airport. So I, I think we, we really have to think through norms of, of behavior um, in the digital world that we've had 500 years to develop in the physical world. And I don't think we've done that yet. And, and what I think this, this pandemic might do is kind of bring a lot of this to a head. So we really come up with uh, either pragmatic technologies or, or pra pragmatic regulations uh, that help us ensure uh, that our privacy is protected while making us secure at the same time. Well, maybe on that note, uh, we'll, we'll end the session and the, and the recording. Uh, Art, I think these are great thoughts, uh, great perspective on how COVID kind of relates to some of the prior activities and, and maybe how it's gonna change uh, kind of our viewpoint around privacy and, and security more broadly. Uh, so I'd like to thank you for, for joining us and coming on. Um, I'd like to uh, thank our audience uh, for joining us and I'd ask them to subscribe to our uh, Big Ideas on the Go podcast uh, and please leave reviews. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Art, uh, stay safe. Thanks. Uh, and, uh, Hope you, you're able to get out of the house at some point soon, um, and we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay, thank you.